just hop on <laughs> and I've been to an in-person, which is really nice. It's such a different energy. You know, when you do the virtual, I'm so thankful for it because we still get to connect. But when you're in person, it's a whole different energy. You're moving around and it, it was really nice. So thank you so much for hosting the in-person. But you know what? With the virtual, I must say it's great as well because I can be in one meeting and hop on to your meeting and still get to meet so many different ladies. And I think that's what happened. I came on partway because I was finishing off another meeting. And it was really nice because then I got to meet some new ladies. So every time I've been on, I've been meeting new new connections and it's been great. So thank you. Yes, that's the goal. At least, you know, a handful of connections. But for some of us who are a little bit on the shy side, I always say like, just set the bar really low and say, you know what? I'm going to come out of here with one really good connection and you're winning. <laughs> yeah, I love that, you know? Yeah, because it can be a bit overwhelming. So one, I love that one good connection. Every yeah. time so focus on one and before you know it, you have a lot of good connections. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. So we'll jump right into the question. So the first question I like to ask is, how do you define success? Like, what does it mean to you and how do you achieve it? Well, for me, I am the that persistent detail person. So mm-hmm. for me, success means having a goal and working towards it because it's the progressive uh, use of a goal, like I'm progressively working on a goal. I have a plan. I'm always focusing on the plan, but also the outcome. And that's what success means for me. Every time I, I reach my goal, it's like, yeah, I reach my goal. I give myself a little pat on the back that I accomplished that goal. And it's just that feeling of, I did it. It builds your confidence. And that's, that's to me, is the highway to success. Yes, yes, absolutely. And uh, there's sometimes there could be a little bit of fear that creeps in. But it's like you say, it's so important to set those goals, because that will help you overcome that, right? It's just like you, you're laser focused. Yeah. And, and you know, I love that you brought up the fears. Because to me, fears is actually good. It brings the awareness of maybe you're not doing something or you're not aware of something. So what I say to my clients, when you have that fear, like, you know, people say it's so you shouldn't step out of your comfort zone or when you try something new, it's stepping out of your comfort zone. Well, it's there for a reason, because if you step out of your comfort zone and you don't have a plan or a goal, you're going to be lost. Right. So stepping out of your comfort zone, it's good. But have a plan will make it even easier. So that fear could be a little tap on the shoulder going, hey, do you have a plan? You're starting something new. Do you have a plan? And and you know what? The way I see it, I my goals are like it's like a GPS. And mm-hmm. GPS along the road, they could be construction, they could be accidents. And so, you know, you have to change it up. And so if you fall down, it's how do you get up? And do you get up? Exactly. It's uh, sometimes we just get so comfortable too, right? And just the thought of stepping out of our comfort zone, that's where the fear comes in. But like you say, I like that too. It's uh, sometimes, you know, even for me, like hosting these networking events, I still get nervous. (laughs) And, you know, I get that feeling in my stomach and it's not always like pleasant, but it's, you know, that by stepping out of your comfort zone that way you're growing 
Yeah. And I, I have to say, when I attended your in-person, you had it all planned, right? You had the location plan, the seed and plan, and everything was planned. And you were there welcoming everyone. So you had a plan, even though you stepped out of your comfort zone and you felt the anxiety and the butterflies, you had a plan. And that's probably what got you through and made it such a successful event. Yeah, it's always, it feels like always like planning a wedding. It's just so fun. <laughs> I just want to make sure everything goes smoothly and can't always please everybody, but that's okay, right? It's it's um, the people that I do please. I'm like, okay, yes, that was a win. Yeah. <laughs> Tracked by, right? Yeah. It's always going to be some yays and some yays. So, you know, what you need, once you know that you're happy with what you did, and that's what matters. Yeah. So, okay, so we'll jump into the next question. So can you share with us some some of your biggest wins in your business or your career? Yeah, well, you know, getting my CPA was a big win for me because I was a hell of a lot of study. And follow me with that word. I should not have said that word. Yes, uh, that was a lot of study. And so when I received my CPA, I was so happy because that was the gateway to open so many opportunities for me. So that was a really fantastic win. And so that was my gateway to getting into the corporate world and getting some amazing positions at a really young age. When I started my own business, the wins I received were totally different. Now I was working one-on-one with business owners. And when I start to help them manage their money and I saw the aha, the aha moments, that's when I start to get a different type of joy because I saw these people finally get in the hang of it and starting to organize their money and started to pay down their debt and increase their savings. And that's always a win, right? So different wins. Yes. So you you did you made the leap from corporate to entrepreneur then. Um yeah. you started as CPA. Yeah. I was a controller for many years in the corporate world, and I loved it. I loved it. It was great. But when I had my kids, I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom with the girls. And mm-hmm. that's when I got this idea, okay, well, I'm going to be an entrepreneur as a stay-at-home mom. And I opened mm-hmm. a commercial accountant business. And that grew and grew. And then I, um, then I decided later on when the kids were in high school that I wanted to learn more about the the mindset, the inner call. It was like an inner calling to go find out more about beliefs and con- mind control and, and all of that stuff. And yeah. And then I became a money mindset coach. That's amazing. Yes. And um, maybe can you share a little bit like, because I'm, I'm kind of going through this myself, you know, going from like so many changes, like I went from corporate to becoming a mom, like you just said, and then moving to entrepreneur and, um, you know, becoming an entrepreneur and a business owner, all of a sudden, it's it's totally different. Like it's um, a lot of people thinking about becoming an entrepreneur will um, often say, oh, like, it must be so great to have all that flexibility. It's like, yes, it's it's really great. But there's also so much on the line, too. So can you share a little bit from your experience? Absolutely. So, yeah, it's always a love story that you don't have to report to someone. But here is while it's great that you get to organize your time, your time, like it's almost like you have to block time off because when you're in a corporation, you have a marketing department, you have a sales department, admin department, accounting department, and you focus on your own expertise. 
when you become a business owner, all of a sudden you wear all these different hats. So it's not as easy as you contemplate. You can't just focus 100% on your expertise because what about sales? What about marketing? Who's looking after those invoices? Who's collecting the money? And all of a sudden, it can be overwhelming unless you have someone helping you out. But here's another thing as well. Unless your partner or your spouse is in an organization and you're covered for health insurance, as a business owner, if they're not, then you got to come up. Well, for us, both my husband and I are business owners. So I've got a family too. So I have to make sure that we're covered for health insurance, like going to the dentist, getting prescriptions, massages, those sort of stuff. And it does cost. So that's additional cost that you got. You have to be prepared for unless your other half is covered. Yeah, that's that's my situation now because my husband's with CPA right now. So it's like, good. It's at least one of us there has got that. Yeah. And, and, and the next thing is you don't have a steady stream of income. If you're an employee, it's a steady stream of income coming in every monthly or every two weeks or even weekly. It's a steady stream. When you're a business owner, it goes up and down, right? You can collect, you could do a lot of business this month and next month, just have half of that business. So it's something you always have to make sure that you have the emergency fund in place. You've got your savings in place. Because you don't know what sort of revenue is coming in as a business owner. Yes, that's so true. That's so true. I love it. Um, so uh, I'm going to ask a couple more specific questions about what you do. So can you share with us uh, some of the ways um, a money management coach can help us with our finances and manage them? Oh, we just started that, right? <laughs> but here's the thing, <laughs> Lauren. Since we don't know our steady, since we don't know the income, it's not a steady stream of income. We should get really familiar and know what our expenses are. Because most likely those expenses will be steady, eddy every month, right? So your mortgage will be the same, your light bill, your electricity, they're all most likely will be the same. If you have car insurance, house insurance, those are likely the same. The things that will change, of course, will be your food bill, your going to the restaurants, buying clothes, those sort of things will difference. And you could totally control that. But knowing overall what your expenses are for a month is so, so important. And that's that's one of the main messages that I share with my clients in my Money Bootcamp program. Okay. So I get to know your expenses because once you get to know it, then you mm-hmm. could play around with it. You could say, hey, I normally spend $400 at a grocery store, but because I want to go to Florida and I want to save $100 for the next couple of weeks, I'm only going to spend $300. So now you know when you go to the grocery store, you know what to buy for $300. And that extra $100 is going towards a saving account. But unless you have that sort of clarity, oh, I'm going to try and save some. But what is some? Like we always say, goals should be detailed, right? And unless you have a good idea how detailed your goals are, how are you going to save? So yeah. having clarity. So that's what I bring to my clients in a money bootcamp. What are your expenses? What are your goals? How are you saving? Do you have a budget? And it's not, if you do this every single day, you take five minutes, about four minutes for me, my four minutes is done. You take four minutes every day. That's all it takes. And you input your, trend, your money transactions, revenue coming in, expenses going out every every day. 
that's all it takes or less most times you got your way to knowing the type of expenses you have every month what you can and cannot do yes and how much time per week would you say we'd have to set aside to track you know if if you do four to five minutes a day Mm -hmm. that's every day right there's seven days okay yeah that's manageable the seven fives just give it the most five minutes seven fives 35 minutes a week Mm -hmm. so when you break it down five minutes a day i can give up five minutes a day right and all it's so easy once you get into a habit it becomes easy peasy of course if you don't know and you're thinking well how do i get my reports how do i get it onto this particular system it's not knowing that causes the overwhelm and the confusion and causes us to step back but once you get into it and you show this is how easy it can be like anything else it just becomes a habit and it becomes easy peasy right yes so um back to what i was saying in the beginning the four track the four step tracking system so is that part of it that track like um can you tell us a little bit about more about that yeah, this is something new I, I'm introducing into my program. So I have to go back and make sure my own members have this as well. But it is so easy. So what it does, it will look at your expenses. Say you go to Walmart and Metro and, and you go out to eat at the arms or somewhere and you've come home and you got five or six receipts, right? You would just enter it on the system, look up the table, just a table, food, restaurant. It will bring you right to that sell enter the amount then they have an automatic accumulator at the other end so all you're doing is entering it really quickly and if you do that and you know there's some bills i understand that are automatic like maybe your mortgage or your insurance you just could just go in log in everything is digital these days right you just log in everything is online um excuse me it's online just log in and see okay what's on my debit card today two or three transactions i'm going to get that over to the system What's on my visa? Did I go out to spend anything? Get that on. Did I use cash for anything? Get that on. Have oh. more minutes unless you're spending a whole ton of money. Then this is where I say, okay, let's look at your online spending. Because online spending, I thought I have to bring that up because my husband is one of those. Every single day, a couple times a day, knock, knock, Amazon delivery. It's always some online, but he works from home. That's his business. So it's covered. <laughs> but for people, that's your thing. That could be trouble, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes. My husband, he's like very much, um, he won't go out to dinner because he doesn't want to spend money at a restaurant. <laughs> and I'm like, can we just have fun? Like, can we go out? Once in a while, and you know, it's 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 good though because I don't have to worry too much about him like <laughs> going for budget or anything. He's always keeping us on budget, but then again, there's that like fine line. You still want to have some fun sometimes. <laughs> so this is what I say. Even so, if your husband don't want to go out, it's fine. You, you know, be respectful of how he is, and you are wanted to have fun, respecting too. You could just bring it in. You could just go to takeout and order it in and bring it home and or just go have a picnic. It's somewhere at different ways, right? That you can still, you don't have to cook because I'm one of those people if I could cook less. So I um, 
I buy my stuff. Well, I do buy it from Costco because I am a, a big Costco buyer. <laughs> and but sometimes they have prepared stuff that's in the fresh part, right? You get that, and and if that can do for two or three sessions. You freeze whatever you're not using and use now and, and, and that comes in, right? So rather than buying things that you're not going to use, because I know I used to buy fresh veggies and I used, and it will sit in the fridge and then it will end up in the garbage, right? So I've learned my lesson over that. Yeah. I buy my frozen veggies and I use it and it gets used up. That's the way it is, you know? Yes. Yes. I actually, husband and I bought another freezer because like, it's just, yeah, it was just especially over COVID when we stopped eating out so much. Yes, and then yeah, like the vegetables just go bad. Like frozen broccoli is amazing. Like, yes, just so good. <laughs> I know, I love it too, and so does my girl. So, it, so you just play around with it and find ways, right? And and I totally get where your husband is coming from as well because yeah. Bhutan restaurant, and before you know it, you have an appetizer, an entree. And a dessert and a drink, you're looking at $60. I know. It's not more for one person. Yeah, like the prices have definitely gone up recently too. It's just like, what's going on? Like we even went to the grocery store the other day and we just were looking for cans of pop. And I was like, whoa, like did the prices just jump recently? (laughs) It, It really did. And this is why. I look for sales whenever sales are on. <laughs> That's when I buy and, and I just started to train my children now late too, right? Because I said, listen, if you guys are looking for clothes, we live in Canada, four seasons, every three months, there will be a sale because stores want to get rid of the inventory. They don't want to pay storage costs to keep their inventory. They want to sell it off. And so you will always get a sale. It may not be in your size. So that's a risk. But like eight, maybe seven or eight times out of 10, you get your size and you get a good sale price. So I, I'm a firm believer in sales, unless I'm going to a wedding or something and I need to get a a dress that I have no choice. That's not the only time, but I firm believer in sales. Me too. Me too. Absolutely. And, uh, Right now is like end of summer sales, right? So the the shoes right now, if you're looking for those nice summer shoes, like you can get them now. <laughs> I gotta get I gotta get to Browns because <laughs> they have a pair of Browns. <laughs> yes, I do, but yeah, it's just you know what what I just what I try to share with my clients is it a need or is it a want? And if it's a need, you still have to be realistic because a need is, yes, we need to eat. Like how your husband said, we need to eat, but we don't need to go to a restaurant, right? Going to a restaurant is not a want. <laughs> Going to the grocery store is a need to get your groceries. So define then what a need is and what a want is um, and just being mindful that, yes, you're going to have the high times and the low times. So have that emergency fund in place as you're looking at your needs and your wants. Yeah, that's so important to like, no matter how much money you have, like to have the savings is, you just have to have that to be comfortable. Yeah. What I said to my clients, even your emergency um, money, right? Mm -hmm. What it was in January, February, it's no longer enough. You have to up it because like you said, prices went up, pop went up, gas went up. So all the emergency money you put aside, 
you had to upscale that as well to cover for three months or six months, whatever. It's a higher amount now. And so one thing I also share with my clients is you got to keep tweaking that budget because there's no use using a budget in January. And the numbers have risen so much. You've got to keep tweaking those numbers and updating it. Absolutely. Totally agree with you. Even the cost, like um, my husband and I, we're homeowners. So it's uh, things can come up with the house and cost of uh, hiring any sort of general contractor here is like, it's just so much more now. Um, And also just the price of wood, like my dad's a plumber. So like the price of wood has literally over the pandemic has gone up like eight times. Like it's just, it's so expensive. I don't understand. It is crazy. And I got caught in that because I had to do my roof this year. Oh, no. (laughs) So last year, it was no good. It was almost double. Yeah. It was yeah. all double the price that I paid for it this year. I cried because I didn't do it last year. But I had no choice. It had to be done this year because we had all those heavy winds and stuff over the winter. So I had to redo my roof. So, yeah, I know exactly. I felt that pain. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. We have a shed outside and like the, the roof on that is like there's literally a hole. You can see the sky. Right. And uh I was like, no problem. I'll just call my dad and, you know, we'll get this fixed. And it's like, well, maybe not. So we just like tarped it and hoping for the best, like for a year or so. Like, well, I don't know. I read that it should, prices should come down a little bit. So let's keep our fingers crossed and hope for the best that prices come down a bit. It should last a little bit, you know, one more year. And by then I should be able to have you know, more savings so that I could be comfortable to like fix that, but it's not like a super high priority. Um, but yeah, no, that it's been great learning so much from you about finances and how to manage the money. So we feel comfortable. Um, can you share with us your biggest lesson that you've learned that you want everyone to walk away with today? And my biggest lesson is know what's coming in and what's going on. Because that's the clarity you need. And if you don't have that clarity, you won't have confidence in any decisions you make financially. Because you'll always be wondering, do I have enough? Where is the money coming from? But once you have a, a relationship with your money, it makes all the difference. And so my biggest takeaway that I want to share with you is have a happy relationship with your money. Be grateful for everything that it allows you to buy. Because, you know, whatever you're buying, it's giving you some sort of, it's a need or it's giving you some sort of pleasure. And to be grateful for the opportunity, like a lot of people say, I'm in debt. And I go, okay, but how did you get in debt? What did it give you? And so if it's if you spend responsibly, well, no, just forget about it. Forgive yourself and bring it down. I know not to do it in the future. But if it was something that you paid for your kids' education, be grateful that you had the opportunity to pay for it and pay off that debt. Don't resent it. Pay it off with a good mind and be grateful for the experience it it brought you. So have a happy relationship with your money. I regard all your money. That's my last message. (laughs) Oh, much. Thank you so much. And um, 
Last question. Is there anything you're, you're working on right now that you want to share? I noticed there was something you posted um, coming up, like it's a, an event. Did you want to share that with us today? Oh, yes. Yes. So I was invited to be a, a speaker, a financial speaker, um, Five Days to Fabulous Summit in the forest. And it's amazing. It's like 35 speakers in there. And I was so happy to be one of the speakers. Now, what we did was a little bit different. It wasn't speaking live or virtually live. It was uh, we prepared our videos and sent our videos in. And then they um, it, it is five days. So my video, I think, is playing on day four financial, like financial health. And uh, yes, yeah, so I'm really grateful that I was invited to be part of that uh, that, that summit. And yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm working right now. I'm I've done two many boot camps. I'm on to my third, which will be starting up sometime in September. I will share a date with you later on as I get a better feel for people coming in and their availability and so forth. And mm-hmm. yeah, so that's what I'm working on my third, but it's it's a six week money boot camp and it's um six weeks of really and truly changing your mindset when it comes to money. And there's what what one of my clients shared to me, she goes, Carol. I never realized how much I spend on cosmetics because I spend a little bit here and a little bit there. But when I told the darn thing up during the month, I was horrified how much I spent. Yeah, it adds up pretty quick at skincare too. <laughs> yeah, and it's the little things like that. You're going to buy a lip gloss and then buying a little blush, a little eyeliner, not thinking overall it does add up right and and so it's the little things i always caution people be careful this is definitely something we can cut down on because as women i think because like when i look at my makeup connection uh, collection it's just like you buy a lipstick how long does that lipstick last you like forever <laughs> but, <laughs> well no. it's forever when i had to wear a mask but i didn't have to wear makeup but now I find oh you better go get the lipstick and the powder and it adds up again right so just be mindful of those it seems that my makeup like it lasts for a very long time and you know I could go buy more but it's like why would I do that I should probably finish what I already have yeah that's up you gotta share with me this makeup that lasts forever because I would love I think I just went crazy like many years ago I just bought a whole entire thing of makeup I actually was doing other people's makeup with it like I was I was a makeup artist for a little bit and then I stopped and I still have all that makeup so we should have a interview with makeup tips I would love that (laughs) yeah yeah I I don't see I kind of fell out of it with COVID like not a a lot of us wore too much makeup over COVID, but yeah, I'm, I go with the very minimal makeup. I just feel more comfortable with that now. Yeah. Or it looks great. It looks wonderful. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. Well, it, it's been so such a pleasure having you here and talking to you and getting to know you better. Um, is there any way, um, the best way for people to reach you after watching this live, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Yes, I do have a website and it's called mindsense.com. Well, let me spell that though. M-I-D-S-E-N-Z-E. Okay. So instead of an S, it's a Z. 
Oh, nice. I like my, that. Yeah. So mindsense.com, that's my website, and you'll find out more about my programs on there. I have three programs on there, two smaller ones, and my signature program, which is my six-week money bootcamp program. Yeah. And wait to contact me. I also do one-on-one coaching as well. So, yeah. So thank you so much for this opportunity. I really, really enjoyed it. This was such a fun conversation as much as finance can be fun. I always enjoy uh, your energy. It's always so uplifting and positive. So really appreciate you. And I really look forward to seeing you in the networking events. Probably will I have one tomorrow? So I don't know. Are you coming tomorrow? <laughs> I'm not in I'm not in Markham tomorrow. I'm in Milton. Okay. <laughs> I would, uh, okay. Okay. Next I will be there. I love it. I really love you. Yeah. And I'll be doing I'll be scheduling my next in person event soon. Uh yeah, I'm just trying to figure out as to where, but it'll be in September sometime soon. It'll be posted. Okay, looking forward to that. Thank you. Thank you so much for this. Really appreciate it. All right. Have a great rest of your night. And thanks to everyone who joined us this evening. And if you have any questions for Carol, please feel free to drop a comment. Even if you're just watching the replay, no problem. And uh, we'll get back to you. Okay. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Bye. Bye. Good night. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to join the ranks of inspiring women making waves on this series or learn more about becoming a VIP member with us, head over to torontoprofessionalwomen.com and get ready to take your career journey up a notch. <laughs>